Hey what's up you guys, welcome back to another episode of You Are Not Alone, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Connor Merck, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people that claim that these stories are true, and one that is a fake, made-up story. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to find out which is the fake story. Today's guest is my mom, April Merck. Hello everyone, Connor, thank you for having me on your podcast. I've listened to every episode and I really thoroughly enjoy it. I'm so proud of what a great job you're doing here. So I'm excited to be your guest. I am nervous to be the first one to guess wrong, but I guess I guess if you trick me well enough, then so be it. Yep, maybe you'll get it right. Who knows? No, I'm nervous about it. Just so you're aware. <laughs> okay, well, Mom, are you ready to jump into story number one? I am ready. All right. Looking forward to it. Nice. So, today we are talking about imaginary friends. So... This is, these are stories about people that have imaginary friends, and they get a little creepy. Okay, hopefully it doesn't keep me awake tonight. They're gonna, I guarantee you. Uh Uh-oh. Story number one. Um, so these stories are all first-person narrated, so just know that as you're saying, as I'm saying the story. Okay. When I was four years old, my mom and I moved into a large house that was built in the late 1800s. My mom always had a weird feeling about the house. There was a little bricked off section in the basement and we never really knew why it was there. My mother told me that soon after we moved into the house, I suddenly had an imaginary friend. One day, out of the blue, I told her that I had been playing with a little girl named Jenny. She thought it was just a phase and didn't pay much attention to it. I told her that Jenny wanted me to let the cat go down into the basement so she could play with it. My mother allowed the cat to go down there. It never came back. That creeped her out. Then a few days later, I told her Jenny wanted me to go down into the basement to play with her. My mother refused and told me to go upstairs to bed. I did, and when I woke up the next morning, I had deep scratches on my back and legs. My mom decided to research the history of the house. She found an old picture of the house and the family who used to live there. She showed me the picture and asked if I recognized any of them. There were seven little girls in the picture, and without hesitation, I pointed to one of them. The names of all the family members were written on the back. The girl I had pointed to was named Jenny. My mother got scared because during her research, she discovered that the girl named Jenny had gone down into the basement one day and was never seen again. The family never found her and they moved shortly after that. After I identified the girl in the picture, It was all way too much for my mom to handle. We moved out of the house and found somewhere else to live. When I turned 18, my mom 
told me all about what had happened in that house. It still scares me when I think about it to this day. And that is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you some time to discuss. Go. Well, that was a very interesting story and creepy. I think that this story could be true. There are many accounts of, you know, mysterious disappearances. And then that person that disappeared haunts the area where they disappeared. I've even heard stories about this similar to this at the hospital. There there would be, you know, a mysterious death or a, a sudden unexpected tragic death. And then people swear that that room is haunted. The room in the hospital where the patient died. So I, I do think it can happen. Um, but it's pretty creepy to think about. I think I need to hear the other two before I can for sure come to a conclusion, though. Okay, and for all of you wondering why she's talking about the hospital, she's a nurse. So, um, if that clears something up, then there. So, are you ready to jump into story number two? I am ready. Alright. Story number two. Back when I was in elementary school, my best friend's name was Ryan. We were around six or seven. One day, there was a new kid in our class. His name was Andrew, and he had just moved in from out of state. He was socially awkward and used to sit alone, talking quietly to himself. Strange thing was, he always appeared to be enraged during these conversations with himself. Ryan and, Ryan and I had decided to befriend him and he invited us over to his house for a sleepover. The whole day went without an incident and it was all fun. Andrew seemed different at home. He was more relaxed and more comfortable, more normal. That night, we went to sleep in his bedroom, which was in the basement. I remember lying there on the floor. My buddy Ryan was asleep near me and Andrew was across the room on a couch. It was dark, and I could only see his outline. All of a sudden, Andrew started making some eerie, high-pitched noises. It sounded like a steaming tea kettle. Then he stood up, still letting out that high-pitched screeching noise, and I saw him walking towards me. I kicked Ryan to wake him up, and both of us were freaking out. Andrew kept walking until he was standing over us. Then... He just kneeled down and slowly let the screech die out. Ryan and I looked at each other, unsure about what to do. Suddenly, Andrew grabbed our arms and started squeezing like he was trying to crush them. In a disturbing voice, he growled, Scotty wants you both to leave. I ripped my arm out of his grasp and so did Ryan. Andrew got up and he just stood there staring at us letting out a high-pitched evil laugh. We both got up, and I suggested going to Andrew's mom's to wake her up. Before we took a step, Andrew just started screaming at the top of his lungs. His mom came sprinting downstairs and turned all the lights on. We saw that Andrew had scratches up and down his arms, and his face looked deathly pale. His mom laid him on the ground and held him down. 
She was trying to speak over his screams, and she was saying things like, Andy, Andy, it's okay. Scotty isn't real, Andy. She turned to us and told us to go upstairs and put our coats on. She was going to take us home. A few weeks after that, we didn't talk to Andrew at school. Eventually, we asked him about it, and he said, It's okay now. You won't see Scotty anymore. No one will. Needless to say, th that was the end, and we never talked to him. He ended up getting removed from my school because he attacked a kid with a tree branch at recess. And that is the end of story number two. Wow, that was an intense story. Um, unfortunately, it sounds like maybe Andrew is the boy of the little awkward, or the name of the boy with the screeching and... Yeah. That was uh, Andrew, yeah. Unfortunately, it sounds like Andrew maybe has a mental illness. And it's scary and sad because I'm sure he has trouble making friends. And then these two boys tried to make his life a little brighter by being his friends and then got terrified at the sleepover. Yeah. But it does sound like a story that could be true. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say? Well, I just feel bad for all the people in the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. the, the two boys, Ryan and the other boy who were terrified at the slumber party. Poor Andrew, who sounds like he might be schizophrenic. And then his mom, who has to live with that, and her son you know, being so, so different and awkward and outcast, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into story number three, we're going to play a mini game. But before we get into that mini game, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. And we are back. All right, Mom, you ready to jump into the minigame? I am ready, Connor. Let's do it. Okay, so today we are doing Spooky Facts Quiz. So I'm going to give you a question along with four answers. You're going to try to decide which is the right answer. So, so it's multiple choice. Am I being graded? Multiple choice. You are not being graded. Okay. Whew. This does not affect your... Um, you know. My motherhood grade? Sure. <laughs> okay. First question. What was the original name for spooky, scary skeletons? Hide and go seek? Hubby Halloween? The skeleton dance? Or spooky, scary aliens from Mars? Answer number three. The skeleton dance? Yes. You are correct. Woo! All right, question number two. Spooky, scary skeletons originally came from a Walt Disney animated short in what year? 1800, 2020, 1985, or 1929? 1985. Wrong, it was 1929. That was my second thought. 
I did not know that Disney was making things back in 1929, though. <laughs> did you? Uh, no, I, I didn't until I saw this quiz and I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Third question. The original music for Skeleton Dance was written by, you can choose from J.S. Bach, Camille Scene Scenes, Mozart, or BTS? Let's go with the lady whose name we can't pronounce. Camille? Camille Scene Scenes. Correct. Yes. Fourth question. The music for Spooky Skeletons was composed and performed by which of the following people? Andrew Gold, Michael Jackson, One Direction, or Boys to Men? The first option. Andrew Gold? Yes, Andrew Gold. Correct. All right. Question number five. Who uploaded Andrew Gold's song, Spooky Scary Skeleton, with Walt Disney's The Skeleton Dance film to YouTube? The choices are three ply cord, Polly want a cracker, Hollywood or Polygon. The first option. Three ply cord. Yes. Correct. Okay. Man, you're acing this. Six. The famous rock or pop band even did a version of it at a Halloween show concert performance. Coldplay. ACDC, Red Hot Chili Peppers, or Led Zeppelin? Hmm, this one's more random. Let's go with Led Zeppelin. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay. Okay. I think I saw them in concert once. Huh, interesting. They did not play that song. Pretty sure. I think that was on Halloween when they just like did it for fun. Yeah, probably so. Anyways, seven. There is even a dance based on the song, this social media platform app. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok? TikTok. Correct. All right. Question number nine. The beginning of the original version features this animal. An aardvark, an alligator, an owl, or a spider? Spider. It's an owl. Owl, that was my second thought. The other two don't have anything to do with Halloween, you know? Yeah. All right, 10, the last question. Okay. The original music was called Dance Macrabee, which means the lights went out, hey, school, hey, cool skeletons, dance of death, or dudes are spooky. Can you repeat the question and the options? The original music was called Dance Macrobe, which means the lights went out, Dance of Death, Hey Cool Skeletons, or Dudes Are Spooky. Dance of Death. Correct. Oh, also, I just realized we missed number eight. Oh, okay, give it to me. Watch the original video with music by Camille Sin. That is so hard Camille. to pronounce. Camille Scene Scenes by clicking the link. We're not going to do that. Is the footage exactly the same or was it altered 
for the Andrew Gold. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Okay. I, I realized I accidentally skipped that, but I guess... We can't really answer it anyway. Mm, yeah, because I can't, you know, the people listening can't obviously um, do that. And also, I can't play a video while I'm recording my podcast. So, yeah. Anyways, that right. is the end of our mini game. That was Are you ready to get Thank into you. story number three? I am. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, let's do this. All right. Story number three. When I was just a baby, my older sister, Julia, had an imaginary friend named Jessica. She said when Jessica got mad, her eyes turned green and her voice grew deeper. She was Julia's friend for a long time, but then things started to get a little weird. After a while, my parents began to believe that our house was haunted. One night, my mom was putting me to bed and I began to cry and point at the corner. My mom tried to comfort me, but I kept crying and pointing at the same corner. All of a sudden, my sister walked into the room, pointed at the corner, and said, Jessica, stop it! I immediately stopped crying, and Julia said, Sometimes Jessica likes to put on scary masks and scare people. My mom was a little freaked out and said, Tell Jessica that if she can't play nice, she can't play here at all. Eventually, my sister Julia outgrew her imaginary friend and stopped mentioning her. A few years later, my new sister Abby began to talk. She told my mom she had a friend that no one else could see. She said her imaginary friend's eyes would turn green when she was upset. My mother asked her what imaginary friend's name this was, and she replied, Jessica. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you some time to discuss. Go. Okay, well, that is a creepy story, especially because two of the kids have the same story with the creepy green eyes and the girl named Jessica. I have heard before that kids are able to see ghosts better because they're more open to it. Their mind and spirit are more open to seeing ghosts as opposed to an adult. But that is really creepy. And it reminds me a lot of story number one as well. I feel like all three of them could be true. Okay, well, mom. Now that we are done with all three stories, I'm going to give you some time to talk about each story and make your final decisions. Go. Okay, story number one was the basement story where the oh, invisible yes. friend... Let me, let me recap all stories. Okay. So, story That's number helpful. one. Thank you. Um, this family moved into a new house. She had an imaginary friend called Jenny. <laughs> um, the cat went missing. Yes, the cat went down into the basement, never came back. A few days later, Jenny wanted the girl to go downstairs. Mom said no. Um, and then when she woke up the next morning, she had deep scratches on her legs. And then mom decided to research the history of the house. She found an old picture. Oh, yeah, and she pointed out jenny yes in the picture yes and then mother got scared 
Um, because she discovered the name Jenny had gone down to the basement and was never seen again. Yeah. And that's why they moved out. Okay. And then story number two. Um, this guy was in elementary school. He had a friend named Ryan. This new kid moved in. Um, he invited them over for a sleepover. Mm -hmm. Um, while they were in the sleepover, he got up making a high-pitched noise, walked over towards them. Um, and then the mom came in, told them to go upstairs while she was holding the guy down, and that's the end of story number two. Right. And then... Yeah, the guy, I mean, it sounded like the little boy maybe had a mental health issue. Yeah. And, and then okay. story number three, uh, when this gal was a baby, her older sister Julia had an imaginary friend. Um, one night she was... Um, the little girl was in bed. She she started to cry and point to a corner. Yeah. Um, the older sister walked in. Julia walked in. And then she said, Jessica, stop it. And then after that, her little sister, Abby, when she was beginning to talk, she said she had an imaginary friend named Jessica as well. Yeah. Those are all three stories. I'm going to give you some time to talk about the stories and make your final decisions. Go. Okay. The first and the third story are very similar in that there is an external friend that not everybody can see. And their names are even similar. Jenny and Jessica. Yeah. And the second story has more to do with that little boy like having a demon inside him or being schizophrenic or something. So it's a little, it's a little different. They're all pretty creepy. I think that all of them could be true. You know, in the first story, the the mom had a creepy feeling from the beginning and then she found that picture after she did some research. And the little girl identified the one who had disappeared. In the second story, that little boy could have you know, some type of mental health issue. And in the third story, you know, both the sisters saw Jessica and the, the baby, you know, pointed up into the picture of them. I don't know, Connor, this is so tricky. And you know that I'm so nervous to be your first guest to guess wrong. Well, maybe you'll get it right. I think that Story number three is not real. No story number two. So you're locking... No story number one. Which um, one are you locking in? Can you just tell me? No, I cannot. <laughs> okay, I am going to lock in story number three. Number two. Mom. Okay. It's not I, either my, of those. I'm locking in. It's it's one. One is the made up story? Yep, it's oh. one. It's one. <laughs> it was kind of obvious. There I mean it Why all seems it like it could be okay. I shouldn't say it wasn't obvious. It's kind of separate from the others though. It all they all seem normal. But that one part in story number one where while she was researching the house 
the girl went down to the basement and never came up. That was, if I were you, I would have thought of that, and I'm like, well, that could make the whole story false, you know? Yeah, but unfortunately, kids do disappear. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they have the picture that... Um, the little girl identified Jenny. Okay, so who made up story number one? It's just a creepy, a creepy ghost story. Yeah, I found that on Scarier for, is it? Yeah, scaryforkids.com. How do you know number two and three are for sure true? Because under the additional stories thing under the category true stories it has all the same categories that there are in the fake stories thing but true okay so well at least none of your other guests have to be nerve-wracked about being the first one to get it wrong yep you got it wrong for them i sure did lucky me (laughs) lucky you Well, Connor, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really enjoyed our time together. I love listening to you tell stories, and I appreciate the invite. Yeah, thanks, and thanks for coming. You're welcome. Uh, thanks for being the first one to get it wrong. So no None of my problem. other guests have to, and now I can find guests much easier. Yeah. They're well, not all like, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be the first person to get it wrong, you know? Yeah, my pleasure. All right, well... Thank you guys very much for listening to You Are Not Alone. I'm going to release the next episode on Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure. Sometime next weekend. And I will see you guys then. So make sure you like, follow, review, do all that stuff wherever you're listening. And see you guys next time. 